0: hello everybody and welcome back to the blood sweat and fears podcast i am um, i needed a shower after seeing the movie that we're going to talk about today i am joined once again by my fabulous co-host alan jay You're hi back. how you doing
1: I- i'm great I- i've just been cast in the adult version of murder she Wrote in the lead role yes. i will be jessica filcher <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's doing it again
1: he's doing it again you gave me a <laughs> limit of two puns didn't you <laughs>
0: That's one big one, and uh, joining us today we have an incredible guest. That I've opened for him at the Fringe. I've gigged with him many times. A very funny and lovely comedian. Please welcome to the show the wonderful Al Thompson. Hello, hi everybody. Wearing a Spice Girl shirt, I fucking yeah. love this. Who's your favorite Spice Girl? Hey, Jerry. Jerry, yeah, I was in
2: the so. Right, yeah. <laughs> So I never
0: insane.
1: actually, uh, I was more of a sugar babes guy when I was a kid, like when the Spice Girls and that were popular. I love how they solved the ship of Theseus theory. What? You know, you know how they say that if you have a ship and you replace every single part of it, is it still the same <laughs> ship? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they changed all their members, but then the original members got their name back. Therefore, the sugar babes solved the ship of Theseus. <laughs> huh? Very true, ain't? Where was that in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like... <laughs>
0: So, uh, well, you've also been doing some gigs down in um, Liverpool. How
1: did those go? Eh, <laughs> it was fine. Oh. Um, I, I did one in Sheffield where the host kept doing like his own five minutes of new stuff between every act because mm. he owned the bar, so he was obviously using it as his way to kind of get into it. Um, also, tried. I, I looked at my watch and it was like five and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Then after a minute, he was showing me the like one minute left thing when I was supposed to have ten, and that kind of annoyed me. But it, it was all right. There was like two tables just refusing to laugh at anything I said. <laughs> Then uh, uh, hot water uh, that was really exciting just to kind of be there, um, but it went all right. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it's weird. Like I've had a few gigs recently where I've just kind of felt it's not went as well as it used to, and I've just kind of been looking at that. And uh...
0: you're getting into that stage, I think, of like uh, sort of finding your voice a little bit more, and yeah. like honestly, just keep gigging, and then you'll you'll get there. Because like my first time at hot water. Was kind of similar it was like it was just all right but then mm. i just i took note from that i got better the next time and then got better the next time i did it and it, it's it's possible like don't don't let it get you down I, you. I
2: think oh. i said maybe when you're, you're doing the jokes and stuff like that Like you're not as enthusiastic about them because you've done them yeah. like a hundred times before maybe i kind of think so but i mean i've actually never seen you mm-hmm. day stand up the only time i've heard you doing jokes is on this <laughs> <laughs> and You're
0: oh well i'm sub- i don't know what you're going to be able to say jokes wise about this because the texas chainsaw massacre like so this is one i was always aware of as a kid but i only watched it properly when i was about 17 I did not realize that one this predates Halloween as one of the first slashers. It features the first ever final girl in a horror film. And it's just like, it's so, it feels almost like an art house film rather than a horror film. It's like got this really grimy aesthetic to it. And every time I watch this, I feel like I need a shower afterwards. (laughs) Like like yeah. you were saying in the chat uh yesterday it's like you can smell that van that they're in <laughs> Yeah, it's,
2: uh, it looks like the the way that they filmed it and stuff like that like it was because it was so low budget and stuff they only had like one outfit so they were wearing the same yeah. the same clothes like throughout the full shoot and they're obviously getting drenched in blood and everything like that so there is a good chance that everywhere with a smell of, like
0: pure oh, shit. Uh, especially in like a texas summer i mean I, yeah I, I, exactly i can compare it to dubai summers if you walked out after having a shower in a Dubai mm-hmm. summer, you would feel like you needed another shower. Like, it was so hot and sticky, and like, I think there's genuinely videos of people like frying eggs on the pavement. That's how hot
2: it got. Try not to mention Dubai challenges we filled <laughs> in it. <laughs> uh... I mean, the Dubai Chainsaw Massacre would be a very
0: different <laughs> movie. <laughs> Just a guy in like a gold-plated Lamborghini and a chainsaw.
2: <laughs> Dubai well, Stoning Massacre. Are they not used to beheadings? headings? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah but this is like so i even remember like reading the the book of how this got well listening to the book of how this got made like during lockdown uh, i think Gunnar hansen or something might have written it and hearing like the the conditions that these people were on when they were filming this is like do you ever get that thing where you watch a horror film and you almost wonder what the set would have been like from like how the actors are performing
1: like mm-hmm. hmm. Oh, I read that uh Gunnar, he's the guy that played Leatherface, isn't he? Yeah, yeah gonna yeah. answer. Um what you're saying about the clothes, I read that he only had one shirt. Yeah. And he's yeah, quite yeah. a big guy and he had to do it. They were shooting for like forty days throughout that summer, and yeah. by the end no one wanted to fucking go near him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was mentioned in his oh. book as well. Yeah, I can understand that because it was running a lot as well.
2: Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> quite a, quite a fast runner, to be honest with you. He's, uh, he's done he's done well. But um I mean like it's I think it's the the low budget actually makes it better because you can See, like, the people in that room um, at the end. I don't know, are we doing this in order chronologically? I'm just nope. jumping uh, in. Uh, uh,
0: we can do it chronologically, we can just mention favorite scenes. It doesn't yeah, really matter. Like... Well,
2: the, the, the bit at the end where it's like the ball in the room, mm-hmm. uh, I think that took like, well, it was, oh, I think it was about 27 hours it took straight of filming mm-hmm. in uh, The Hitchhiker. Um, oh, yeah, Mike
0: Sayers. He,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he, he said it was worse than him being in Vietnam filming that.
0: Oh, so, man. Well, I can imagine, like, because, like, I mean, Mike Sayers is a hes a friend of the show, but like I did, uh, the first thing I thought of when I saw that hitchhiker come on is like, that guy looks like Mike Sayers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the hitchhiking scene is just like that guy, it, it makes me so uncomfortable watching it because it's like you've got this almost Scooby gang level of friends, and then <laughs> this guy's coming in, it's got off his face on something, and I remember reading something about this um, I think in like a horror academic paper or something like this but the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was sort of this satire of the 70s time so it's like criticizing the way the world was like in the times of Nixon and like uh, the wars that were going on during that time and stuff and it's almost like the working class turning the tools of their trade against people and like, there's stuff about maybe the Sawyer family having to resort to cannibalism in order to stay profitable. I don't know if any of that's true, but it's uh, if you look at the movie through that kind of lens, it does kind of add something to it beyond mm. it just being mm. like a slasher.
2: Did, did they mention the name being the Sawyer family in the film? No, I don't
0: know if they do, but like uh, James Janisse on Dead Meat calls them that, so that's what I'm going. Yeah, uh, okay. uh,
2: Leatherface Sawyer doesn't really have a good ring
0: <laughs> <laughs> The sequel to Tom Sawyer? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But this is like um this is one of your favorite movies. So like, yeah. uh, I, I'd love to know what got you into this, man. Like, why is this your favorite horror film?
2: Um, well, I, I think it's because it was originally like a video nasty. Like, it's like you can't can't watch it, and it was banned and stuff. So I, I got like a DVD from HMV, like a special edition. And to me, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a Christmas film. Like <laughs> Christmas Eve, like we would uh, I mean it's would, got a family dinner at the
0: exactly end so yeah.
2: like <laughs> yeah. look, uh, Christmas Eve look, what we would do we just kind of watch films and stuff like that like all day and like my my pal would come down and we'd just sit and watch films and stuff so we put on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and try to fall asleep so the day would go in quicker so we'd be watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> in the living room and Oya's like lying down in the flare uh, watching it and trying to go to sleep which is a bit fucking mental but um, no I think that's what drew me into it was the fact that it was banned um i'm shite with horror films like my first ever horror film i watched was uh, the sixth sense and it was just because my pal kept talking about it and then i watched sixth sense with my full family and didn't sleep for a fortnight and then when i was in third
1: year i think
2: in high school i watched uh, the Blair witch project for the first time Mm -hmm. and had to sleep with my mum Oh, I, I was <laughs> fucking terrified. It made but, you into incest. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Sawyer fun. laughs> but no, look, we were a, like I, I hated horror films. Like, I couldn't do them at all. But this just, as, as you say, it it didn't really feel like a horror film. It was just cool. It's like, funny you say it because like
0: this is not the kind of movie I would show a first time horror fan. Like uh, this feels like you need to like start off watching something like maybe like child's play or a nightmare on elm street and gradually build your way up to like the texas chainsaw massacre and Mm -hmm. your suspirias and all these weird 70s things if i showed this to like because I've dated people who have told me like oh I'm kind of scared of horror films can we watch an easy one if I showed them the Texas Chainsaw Massacre I feel like that's the red flag thing of like (laughs) going into a date's house and they've got a Pulp Fiction poster in the
1: fucking bedroom (laughs) well we'll (laughs) Well, I watched this with Silas who um, we did Fright Night with him because that's quite an easy one but he fucking hates anything that's too brutal oh man yeah it took us like half an hour I think to put this on because he was like tossing and turning if he actually wanted to watch it Uh, I think what what scene was it The got it was the hook scene i think especially oh yeah. oh yeah
2: that is horrific but to be fair she was reading out people's horoscopes to them so it's, <laughs> it's definitely warranted she got off lately in yeah it's a better
1: way to make someone want to die exactly
0: and i do um i love the the scene where leatherface is first introduced i love how it's played because there's almost no build-up to it it just kind of happens like they stumble upon this house looking for gas and then uh, kurt i think his name is just walks towards this door and then Leatherface just comes out of nowhere and just bam hammer (laughs) on
2: the head that that's that's what kind of brought me into it was that because it's the most kind of i thought i've never killed (laughs) md but it it seems like the the most realistic kill like ever see where his legs Mm. are shaking hitting off and then Mm. oh yeah and then he drag hits him again with a hammer and then drags him in and then shuts the it's the
0: shutting of the doors Aye. that proper scares me. Like Aye. that reminded me of uh, you know like uh, the end of Saw with the whole game over mm. thing. Yeah, very much like that. Mm. A Your fucked moment. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm. But that's that's what kind of drew me into you it. Know, like because I thought that is one of the coolest things I've ever seen, and also mm. probably the most realistic. But again, I've never killed him. But uh, it's just <sighs> the, the sound of his legs hitting off the the ramp, mm-hmm. and then the, the echo of him like shutting the shutting the the, the door was ah, it's incredible, mm. and then. She comes into the house as well. And see that mm-hmm. shot as well. It gets panning up below, her and you see the house and she's walking towards it. It's just incredible. Like, I just love love it, man. I yeah. got my
1: final girls mixed up. I thought that um she was the final girl. Cause... No, she got hooked. That no, was horrible. Yeah, was, yeah. From that moment on I was hooked on the movie.
2: Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's a pun. No, I'm um, taking that, I'm taking
1: that. Yeah. All right. Um, so i'm looking at my notes again and you know how when you write something you think i will know what that means and Aye. you don't fuck it i've got pineapple fleshlight <laughs> <laughs> are you describing
0: like that's the setting what,
1: of it like, no no it was the opening when they were taking photos that's what it was it like a pineapple fleshlight
0: oh yeah I've, I've never um <laughs> the thing the hitchhiker does i almost forgot to mention this but like I've never taken a photo of someone and then asked for money. Like- <laughs> <laughs> you
2: see, it's like these spider Man in uh, New York City. Oh. You walk by them and they, they take a photo. Oh. And it's like a scam, but I I and like,
0: uh, also, there's a, there's a character in this that is like pretty infamous through uh, horror fans, but Franklin, the fella in the wheelchair. Like, I remember reading the behind the scenes of this and like, despite like franklin like being a disabled guy and everything the guy who played him intentionally played him as whiny and annoying and never switched oh. off during the set because he wanted the cast to be annoyed by him hmm. and then that kind of translates a little bit into the movie as well like uh it reminds me almost like the in-betweeners where they have that uh one character in the third season who's like he is in a, a wheelchair and everything but he's still a complete bellend mm-hmm Mm. but I on on this rewatch I did feel a little bit of sympathy for Franklin because he feels almost like he's the tag along that no one
2: really wants yeah. around
0: and especially like in the 70s I can imagine like attitudes to disabilities were not what they are today
2: mm-hmm. I mean I, I think this film should really have been called "Well, You're Taking Your Brother, the film <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> also with Leatherface right so i i love this as well this is where i really got into leatherface as a character because right after, i think it's the second kill just before he puts the uh lassie on the hook mm-hmm. the way he screams it's almost like a wounded animal oh, it's like an animal being cornered and when you look at leatherface in the context of the entire sawyer family he's as much a victim as like any of them like you can tell he's really he's just, he's only been brought up to do this. Yeah. Like, this is the only thing he kind of knows how to do. It's like, almost like that Michael Myers, like, I was just born to be a killer kind of thing, Mm -hmm. like that, the Jaws uh, shark kind of stuff. And I can imagine also with the attitude to disabilities back then, they wouldn't have, like, gone properly into uh leatherface essentially being a victim so that's why they just play him as like straight as what he is i feel like if this was made nowadays they would go more into the mental health side of him because i know there was a prequel made about like a young leatherface but i've not seen it Yeah. no
2: i don't like i've not seen any other ones apart from the the netflix one
1: it's just like the intro came up and they described him as being an invalid i was like oh we're in for some weird disabled stuff in oh radio. yeah
0: i mean you're not expecting like good quality uh good representation of disabled characters in a 70s no. video
1: nasty <laughs> now, i see that's the thing is, watching it i don't know if i was just being an asshole but i like the way the character was i couldn't tell if they were trying to say that he was mentally disabled as well or just american <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think, like, uh, I've not really looked into it, but as far as I know, like, the uh, story of Leatherface is that he had, like, a sort of mental disability and he was very, like, suggestible, and that's how the family kind of use him for this. Mm -hmm. And him being the face of the franchise is interesting as well because I think he's only really, like... If you were to look at it just from this movie, he's almost like the henchman, whereas, like, the Sawyer family would be technically be the main villains because they're the Mm -hmm. ones who are, like, legitimately doing harm. Leatherface is just essentially doing what he's told and i find that even more unsettling
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> uh, it, was, it was based on ed Gein. yeah a, a lot of those a lot of, lot is, uh, a uh, lot of horror bill killers bill are based well. off ed mm-hmm. Gein.
0: like i'm pretty sure that's what inspired like uh mike myers scream uh a Ghostface, face Leatherface, and jason
2: uh, like like B- buffalo bill face buffalo bill yeah as well but i mean he was never a, he only killed two people he 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 was more a I know he was more, of, know, he right. was more of a grave robber Edgeen, but mm-hmm. it was it was the like making a lamp put his mum's face and stuff like that which you see in the film like, when oh, uh, yeah. the horoscope woman mm-hmm. goes goes into the room and sees all of the dead animals and then they've got the real uh, dead
0: animals as yeah. well like they use legitimate roadkill yeah. and stuff for this in the film
2: the the armadillo at the start was meant to be real like they they had a real dead armadillo but it just. Stunk the place out that much that they had to replace it with like a toy armadillo thing at the start. I but. mean, because
0: I've heard stories of like mad horror directors doing stuff on sets, like Stanley Kubrick uh infamously being a bit of a dick on sets. Can you imagine Toby Hooper just walking in with a dead raccoon? <laughs> like, okay, cuz this is gonna be our guest for the set shoot today, <laughs> oh. and everyone's just he's just plopped it down on the lunch table to properly <laughs> shock them. Uh, it's like a movie like this can't really get made today the only thing that i can think of that closely gets to the feeling of the texas chainsaw massacre is that movie x have any you seen that no yes yes that so that one we we will cover it eventually on this but that's uh When I saw that in theatres, I was instantly brought back to how I felt when I was watching this. Mm -hmm. It's that grimy kind of 70s aesthetic where everything just feels like unsettling, but it's still got that fun stuff that I love about slashers.
2: I think it adds to it, though, the fact Mm -hmm. that it's all real. Because as I say, in the van, I think, even in that room, you feel as if you can smell it, you can feel, as you say, you feel like to take a shower after it because it is real and it feels real. You can't fake stuff like that, like the the disgustingness of it if you will but it's uh no i think it makes it makes it better but you wouldn't be and even with the
0: way it's shot like uh there have been other texas chainsaw movies where they shoot them too cinematically and it looks Mm. too clean and it doesn't add to the effect
1: me and silas were talking about this he said he felt like it would be scarier if it was less grainy and more kind of modern, but I think the graininess actually adds to the kind of creepiness of yeah. it. Yeah, it like, I, I think I said it on the first episode, but the first thing I saw was Nightmare on Elm Street three, mm-hmm. and like I've watched it on Blu ray since, and it doesn't have the same effect as like a shitty VCR TV of seeing all the gross stuff, like the the ligaments or what was it coming? Yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's oh, why. Yeah. Like, um, I will probably do this at some point in my gaff, but if I ever get my own TV room, I want to get just like a little retro TV mm-hmm. and get some old stuff on VCR just to like oh, get nice. the intended effect of what they were filmed like. Mm. As much as I love the uh, 4K quality of Blu-ray and being <laughs> able to see all of Leatherface's pores, like I, I like seeing films presented in the way they were done.
2: Mm. Was, was speaking of like Leatherface and 4K and stuff, was that his real teeth as well? let see when it zooms up on him after he's oh, uh, yeah, candy, and then
1: he's well, just like, Oing. well, maybe because everyone looks really dodgy in this film. Mm-hmm. It's like they put out a casting call for these incestuous looking fuckers. I
2: oh. know. Uh, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. Does Franklin remind do you of anybody in this room? Dean.
1: <laughs> See, I was going to say that, I said that I was like I said that to Silas I was like drinking think it a bit like Dean and I think he thought that was rude and I was like okay okay <laughs> Yeah.
0: well i'm not going on a road trip to texas with any no. of you guys <laughs> you're gonna leave me in a wheelchair and get slashed up by a chainsaw wielding maniac <laughs> gonna Oh, oh All the pulling was... raspberries thing that was like that was the moment where i know okay you're meant to dislike franklin because yeah, he's yeah. a fucking childish wee baby mm-hmm. like the texas kid <laughs> <And> then- <laughs> That's just like that. Sounds like a fucking Lone Ranger type yeah, character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hands up!
2: I'm the Texas Kid. <laughs> and, and then he gets he gets blown down a hill by a truck as well at hmm. the very start, which is very strange. When he's doing hmm. a push in a tin can, <laughs> and then he gets blown down a hill by a truck. Yeah, I I
0: was honestly wondering, like, what inspired these characters to go on a road trip through Texas in the summer. I can't imagine anything worse than being in a sweaty van with five people, and it's so fucking hot. And they don't look like they packed enough water for it as no, well. Like- definitely.
2: Well, it was that was the thing. It was the the graves that were getting robbed was where their granda was buried, and they were going mm. to check to see uh, if if his grave had been had been dug up. But there was the the bit at the his start. His grave being dug up is probably the least of his worries. I know. At least <laughs> <was near> the- <laughs> well, did you see the the bit at the start when it's the, they've actually dug two people out the grave and then they've just planked a guy mm. on a on like a, a post so right. it's went right up his hoop
1: ah.
2: <laughs> <It's> toe pooper <laughs> <laughs> and that's a bit as well she's like oh I need to find my, my granddad's grave like I'll go and speak to this guy he'll show you and then the way he grabs his arm did you grab ah, her arm yeah, did you yeah, notice yeah. that just look come yeah. here come with me you like, wouldn't be able to get
0: away with that and see in terms of like final girls and stuff so like we've had mm. a few great ones on this podcast like Sydney Prescott <laughs> and things like that mm-hmm. Sally Hardesty is an interesting one for me because I don't really feel like I know her as well, like uh, as much as you would a Sydney or like a uh, Laurie Strode or something like that. But see, the scariest moment of this movie for me is actually none of the Leatherface scenes. It's that final scene when she's escaping him and they're in the house with the Sawyer family because mm. it goes on for what feels like way too long. Mm, and it's yeah. like, I think it's only a 10 minute sequence but it's so freaking uncomfortable and unsettling. And I actually found this out there. Um, yeah, they see the grandpa who's like, they're trying to get to hold the hammer so oh, they can bash her. Yeah. Mm. That was actually played by a 19 year old dude in makeup. Really? Like, it wasn't an actual
2: old guy. I mean, well, I didn't think it was, it was a bad, I thought it would have been like an older guy, but I didn't, I mean, that's, and then she, she's, she gets her finger cut and then he's sucking blood Mm, from her finger and it's just so uncomfortable the full thing but that's the thing as well Leatherface had three costumes um, and Ah, he's got the the tuxedo the Ah, cook outfit and and then he dresses up as a woman. Why is he yeah. in drag
1: at the end? Uh-huh. It, it kind of looks like a really fucked... You know Isabella R- Rosalini in Blue Velvet? Looks uh-huh. like a really fucked up version of her.
2: I think
0: it's probably a 70s thing of like sort of... Because it's still there preying on the fear of that. Because like this will be uh. not long after like
2: Psycho had come out. Oh, uh, Aye, okay. uh, true. Aye, mm-hmm. uh, well it's that, that was the thing because he was preparing the meals. Then that was his costume for it. Like he was the kind of housewife yeah. type thing, which is... Just, nah, it's. I've, I've heard about this film. is just unsettling. Like for the minute, for even even the guy at the start, the old guy drinking mm-hmm. on the tire, and he falls back. And he's like, mm-hmm. they, they just see like a drunk, a drunk man rambling, but mm-hmm. like he obviously knows there's shit going down. And did you notice when they're going to put? Uh, I'm going to say gas. Why did they call it gas? It's just an Americanism. That's stupid. Anyway, they are putting petrol in the uh, in the van, and they stop and. Uh, obviously the dad sawyers um petrol station and it says up above it we slaughter mm-hmm. did you see that <laughs> i didn't see that no. I see uh, it that. says it's next to like the coca-cola sign and there's a sign saying we slaughter which All is right. pretty cool
0: because i don't know if they actually properly go into it in this but um, i remember seeing the 2003 remake of this and they go a little bit more into the whole the sawyer family's like meat production thing And, like, how they won, like, the chili contest and that. And it's heavily implied that their chili was made with human meat. Hmm. So, like, I think that kind of adds to the whole uh, them turning to cannibalism to, like, stay profitable. Because, like, I can imagine in the 70s during the time of, like, wars and stuff and where Nixon was still kind of in power, a lot of the working class communities around there would have struggled Hmm. to stay profitable, especially in a town like that. It looks like a fucking ghost town.
2: Mm. Um, But, I mean, the... Are they digging them up and then cooking them? Because you'd imagine
1: that meat would be rotted. It would have done, yeah. That's I, I, point, actually. Why, why, why were they digging up? Was it just for furniture?
0: Yeah, I reckon that was for the furniture. Yeah, they couldn't afford to get... They couldn't go to Ikea. They can't get uh, the Swedish yeah. meatballs. <laughs> have you really gone to Ikea if you
2: don't get Swedish meatballs at the end? Sweden, right yeah. <laughs> flat pack bodies. Mm.
0: Oh, <laughs> also, the scene where... Um, <clears throat> a uh, letter face is chasing sally through the uh the clothesline and the washing
2: mm-hmm. i
0: love mm-hmm. it so much it's so fucking frightening and then f- f- our boy franklin rest in peace mm-hmm. Franklin. Oh, he
2: didn't right. stand a fucking chance no. against that chainsaw is he the only one that gets killed by a chainsaw though i well, actually yeah well yeah so. because i think the other guy was
0: dead by the time letterface yeah. was chaining him up yeah and also that another kill i love um I can't remember the name of the character, but he goes in and it's just as the other two have been killed, and then opens the freezer, and then <gasps> the lassie is almost kind of half dead, half alive, mm-hmm. and sort of it looked like something out of like Reanimator. Yeah. Oh, the John Lennon looking guy, uh, not the not the, the girl. Oh right, okay. oh, but the, no, g- no, like no, the, the John who was Lennon looking
1: guy. Yeah. Stew was the Disco Stew is it? That's why every time he was on screen, his hair just got a wee bit bigger. <laughs> 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 and then there's another like a leather
0: screaming and i know it would never ha- i know this is a this movie's a product of its time but i would love to see a texas chainsaw film where they actually go into like the whole idea of Leatherface being a victim they might do that in the prequel i want to watch the prequel now like i imagine it's not as good as this but like i'm just fascinated I by like that Delors. character like
2: well that's after he kills him that's when he goes and sits down in the room away and he's just like kind of rocking back and forth in the chair and stuff and he's just like get like just stern so i think he has. he's been used for his size more than anything as well it's mm. it, yeah. i mean I, I didn't expect to be sympathizing with leatherface but you make a good point
0: yeah like um i used to consider him the scariest uh horror killer like just from the realism of him and everything yeah. like that but uh i since have put ghostface mm-hmm. above him just because of the idea it could be anybody but leatherface he's you're a very, very close second, Gunnar Hansen. Like, yeah. and and even like the physicality Gunnar Hansen brings to the role is just amazing. Like mm. uh, everyone does. You see that GIF all the time when people talk about Texas Chainsaw. But that end bit where Sally's gotten away and he's just sort of dancing mm, with the chainsaw. Yeah. What a beautiful piece of filmmaking! Yeah. that is.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, that, that's the, the thing with film uh, horror films, especially is like the ending could totally fuck up everyone. But I mm. think the ending for this is perfect. But have you ever seen? Uh, The Babadook. Yeah, Mm.
0: uh, I've seen it once, I think, years
2: ago when it came out. Yeah, yeah. and then at the end of The Babadook, it's like this absolutely terrifying character throughout the full film, and then at the end, they just keep him as a pet. And it's like, that's just fucking ridiculous. (laughs) You've You've ruined the full film.
0: Well, that's the same with the ending of Nightmare on Elm Street. We talked about this on the first episode. They go through this whole thing of Nancy taking freddy's power away from him and then immediately undo it or so they could set a sequel up in the end
1: they did that in smile as well spoilers for smile but yeah it's like i thought the film was going for this whole elevated thing of uh, your trauma doesn't have to hold you back and stuff then and he goes actually i hate this fuck you (laughs) because like (laughs) It looks like she got her life together again, and then it's just oh no. She's been in the house the whole time. Uh,
2: <laughs> it can
0: kind of work for the horror films that have that tone of being like mean spirited. So like, mm. uh, Midsummer and like Hereditary come to mind for that. Mm. Like those are very mean spirited horror films mm. and designed for that intent. Yeah. See if for something like Smile, where they're trying to go for like the whole uh, trauma thing, doing that at the end does kind of just feel like a fuck you. <laughs> also, the ending of this, like, so once she's gotten away. That poor truck driver I know. man. Legend <laughs> says
2: he's still running down I, that he, road. So like he just. I, and he, why did he not jump into the truck? I know. With her? Like, <laughs> that's the thing. Like he jumps in and then he starts like putting the chainsaw on the door and mm. then he go like, "Drive <laughs> in the fucking truck." <laughs> Oh, uh,
0: it was satisfying though. Like, I love seeing a villain get there, come up and seeing the hitchhiker just get fucking
1: oh, squashed under that thing was aye. beautiful. Aye. fucking terrifying, man. Like, that whole hand cutting. Oh,
2: my. man. Yeah, he just knew it was dirty as well. Dirty blood. You aye. know what I mean? Aye. Yeah, he was... And then what is he, he does with the picture? Does he put gunpowder on it? Yeah, he
0: like, does. Yeah, he puts gunpowder on and then lights it and then it's texas they love that shit uh, <laughs> like,
2: do, right? <laughs> uh, it's probably his blood
0: we got we'll, chainsaw
2: wielders and gun wielders <laughs> everywhere
1: <laughs> no, that was on the most gross when he grabs like franklin's hand and they just like cuts his wrist uh, was, I, oh. and, and
2: see the the, the, the the sound effects and everything oh. they do it's like told people wanted to do it like um all the sound effects sounds like for are coming for an abattoir oh so yeah that's, yeah it's all like ee- oh that was a perfect impression by the way yeah that I was great. i
0: mean you and your impressions like uh. i don't know if you notice this but anytime we're on a gig and you do your joke about a dog getting stepped on its tail i legit always do this because uh, yeah. it sends my fucking autism into fucking overdrive
2: i've, I've saw i've saw a few few folk doing it. i've saw sean chalmers like ducking <laughs> down as if i'm chucking a grenade but uh will i do it now Well, it be picked up here up uh, sure yeah this is al doing an
0: impression this of a, a dog getting its tail stepped on
2: <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah.
1: Uh, i walked into a fucking vegan cafe one time and it was like really sunny and the windows were shining the sun in my face but someone left their dog at the door and i stood on it
0: oh, oh I, no. I, I hate when it ha- sometimes it happens when i take chalky out he'll run too fast in front of me and his tail get turned on and i legit have to hug him for five minutes oh, just oh, to let aye, him know that aye. i love him
1: oh i feel really bad about that but like I mean, it wasn't I my mean, fault. The dog was right at the door, and I couldn't see. But like they told me it was limping after it, and I felt oh, like oh, fucking shit. Oh. And then Did they were like, stamp on it. Like I mean, it was <laughs> right at the door, and I was like, I mean, I was I used to be much fatter than I am now, so like there was a lot of weight <laughs> on the thing. But like, uh then they were like, no, no, Alan, we were only kidding. It wasn't limping. And then years later, they're like, oh, we just wanted to make you feel better. It was absolutely
2: <laughs> and mean. you oh. see the CCTV <S laughs> v- footage of this like American history X, it's like curb in <laughs> the dog. <duck again.
1: laughs> no, no, it, it was a light for Doug. Oh, so, so. Yeah. Uh, Letterface
2: is also um, <laughs> <Just go that. laughs>
0: It's a costume I wish I could do for Halloween I haven't had a chance to do it yet But uh, it's pretty easy to put together It's just like an apron and a regular shirt With like a toy chainsaw And the mask Like, well, he's got multiple masks But
1: Don't we all you're have you're... multiple masks?
0: Yeah, <laughs> like true. This is how much of a horror fan I am now I have not one but two Ghostface costumes in my gaff I've got the the scream six mask and the original mask with two robes to go with them. And if I move out and get my own gaff, my plan is to get one of those shop mannequins and just hang the costume yeah. up.
2: Oh, <laughs> I was hoping one of them was going to be the scary movie one with his tongue coming out. <laughs> See, I've
0: seen that, but like I've recently rewatched Scary Movie, and I thought it held up originally. It doesn't. Like it's, it was cringy to rewatch. Like it's yeah. that kind of humor has just completely died out now. Like, you imagine if they had done, if they do Scary Movie Six now, they'd definitely be parodying like uh, Hereditary and Midsummer and that. Mm-hmm. And I know it would just be complete cringe. Yeah.
1: I don't remember if I mentioned on the Scream episode, but I had one of this ghost face masks where you pump a heart and blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I did that in front of my like four year old cousin. And I got in a lot of trouble for it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How old were you when that happened? I don't
1: remember. I think it was like 10.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I would have done the same thing yeah. when I was yeah. 10. And now Can you imagine went- if you were dressed as Leatherface? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like that scene from the simpsons
0: where it's like uh homer's trying not to scare <laughs> barb like barb you want to see my new chainsaw and hockey mask <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, chainsaw is uh it's a classic horror weapon but like it is leather faces you know in terms of like yeah. iconic horror weapons like sorry ash from evil dead but leather is getting the better chainsaw wielder yeah. thing well, I, when
2: when did ash get the chainsaw though well, that was uh, two evil was dead two, 2 yeah it two, would have
0: been the 80s Hmm. i i still can't believe that this movie predates halloween because like everyone views that as like the beginning of the slasher craze where it's really technically it kind of starts with peeping tom in 1958 then psycho makes it popular and then texas chainsaw and black christmas come out in the same Mm. year and then you get halloween and then the slashers just take off in the 80s maniacs wearing masks as peter
2: vincent said Mm. slashing (laughs) virgins i don't (laughs) i don't know if i've i've never thought of it as a slasher but it, it obviously is it's got all the hallmarks of a slasher Aye. but it does have that
0: kind of grindhouse like uh art house feel to it as well which i think makes it stand apart like see when you have the other texas chainsaw movies looking modern sleek they don't have the same effect like this is i don't know if it is in like the culturally uh restored films of like all time but it should be like mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is without a doubt one of the greatest movies ever made yeah
2: yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think it's just because it's not got the like the kind of like slow build up or anything. I don't really feel as if there's like or oh, the from no. from Leatherface's point of view like you see in all the other slashers and stuff. You even see for uh, Halloween, Michael Myers and stuff. You can see some shots done through the mask. I don't feel as if it's a slasher because it's not like slashers haven't been made yet and they don't fall into the usual tropes the slasher films and stuff like that. So with it being the first one, they kind of They've got nothing to follow, so I. I guess that's what made so. it
1: so effective at the start, where he just appears at a nowhere and just goes yeah. bash hammer thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> You know what, Alan? I'm going to give you credit for the the pun game today because you're actually doing good ones. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh.
2: Al's not walked out yet. No. No. this is, I'm enjoying this, man. Know, I've not even noticed that they're puns as well. <laughs> Neither just, have I.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest.
2: I
0: fully walked into this expecting something like, oh, the, the porn parody of this, the Texas Chainsaw yeah, and yeah. You <laughs>
2: haven't gone through to that yeah. yet, and I'm happy for you. Well, I'm going to set this up then uh, at the start when he's in the... In the van talking about head cheese.
1: Oh man. Oh. Do you do you know what head cheese is? Megma. It... <laughs> <laughs> were, like... were you not making a joke about that? Uh,
2: uh, well, kinda. Uh-huh. I was kinda trying to set you up a bit, but um I uh, it's like it's in Scotland, it's called Potted Heat. Oh yeah, it's like a it's like a cured meat, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, doesn't uh, sound nice. No, it really doesn't. But I mean there's there's like hoch. Have you ever if he's ever had hoch? I've had ham hawk, but not hulk. hulk but. I th- I, it's something I've only ever heard in my family, and it's phenomenal. It's like the joints, it's like uh, like ball and socket joints, I think, of, of an animal, and it's just you put it on toast with butter. I would advise, but I don't know where to get it. I think it's just my family that's made it up, but it's phenomenal. So but I would I,
0: love the family recipe for that. That sounds kind of like pate to me. Aye, it's, it's, And we're getting it's into Christmas old, season, we're going to be making our own patty soon, well I am, I don't know mm-hmm. if you are going to be. <laughs> You make your own patty? Yeah, I mean chicken livers are dead cheap because like no one really buys them so like uh, me and my mum have like a tradition of we make our own uh, Christmas patty every year. How do you do that? Just get the chicken livers, you blend them up with like onions and garlic and herbs and that with like, uh, you can put like, my mum put sherry in, Uh. but you can also do it with like red wine or something like that. And it's class. It's way better than the pate you can buy at shops because they're, I find them too sweet and processed. Uh, There you go. I wonder if Leatherface makes his own pad. He
2: must do, aye. <laughs> eh? I mean, what he used to... What he used to full waddy, aye? Eh? I mean, that that's a bit as well isn't that. Sorry to go back to the film and what we're here talking about. Right, but, uh, but when um, she thinks she's been saved, but it's like the da. Oh, mm. and then he then she's sitting looking at the barbecue and it's basically like bodies and stuff she mm-hmm. sees and then it's just the
1: realisation in her. Like, oh, I am absolutely fucked here.
2: And then he knocks her out with a broom.
1: <laughs> Isn't that, is that the funniest? You go for like chainsaws and hammers and hooks to someone just getting battered <laughs> with It is in <laughs> just like the, way, the way he's as You dusty bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that for the last half hour of the film, all Sally does is scream. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean you oh, would if is. you were
0: in her situation. I'm not gonna hold back. I that suppose you're not gonna be like, what is going on here? You're, you're, you're gonna to... have
2: a really complex Oscar-winning character <laughs> monologue in the middle of this scene. Very true. <laughs> but I mean it is very annoying. But like um I think the way things are said in this as well, like um the way Franklin tells her to wait. Like, Sally, wait a minute. And it's just That's not the way you say things. It's just that the the sound... That's my accent for Uncle Henry and the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that the... the, Everything about it is just off-putting because Mm -hmm. it it looks like there's just wee bits that just don't sit right. Like, even just the way they talk, things like that, and obviously the van and the clothes and... I don't know, it's just... Everything is just unsettling for the minute it starts. Mm
0: -hmm. Tell you what, I would love to see a fan-made remake of this where we've got the van we got the five characters the villains are the exact same but we replaced them with mystery ink <laughs> <laughs> i think scooby would be franklin obviously um, <laughs> disco stew would be shaggy uh yeah. daphne's probably sally hardesty let's be honest uh velma is the other girl with the horoscopes i can't remember her name the horoscopes yeah yeah she's got her own like little scopes as well so that's... Yeah. <laughs> and then fred is um Hammer time fella.
1: <laughs> I mean, could you, have, could you have a modern-day Velma with all her problematic traits? Like, Jinkies! Like, no, we say Chinese Velma. <laughs> Not in 2023.
0: I mean, I don't know if you've watched that Velma TV show that came out, but fuck me, it is garbage. So it's the most l- so rated
2: thing in IMDb, and Genuinely, like
0: Genuinely. I tried watching, like, two episodes of it just for the curiosity. Mm-hmm. It feels like it was written by and chronically online Twitter argument <laughs> put through an AI. Like, I like Mindy Kaling. I think yeah. she's very funny. That show is fucking garbage.
1: Mm-hmm. Yikes, Scoop.
0: <laughs> so, have uh, we got any true or falses for this, Alan? We do. Ah, uh, think, favorite I part think of I'm yeah. going <laughs> to Well, oh, well I mean, this good, is your favourite movie of all time, and I've seen it. After like, School of Rock. Ah, oh, fair play.
1: John Larroquette, who provided the opening narration, was paid with a joint. I'm gonna say true. True. That was true. Leatherface's mask is modelled after William Shatner, specifically a Captain Kirk death mask. False. That's, false. Michael, Myers. That's Michael Myers. Well oh. done. Come on. The film was banned in Finland, but later released twenty released 25 years later uncut. I'm gonna say
0: false I'm because just... I think it was the UK it was banned in. I'm
1: saying true. It was banned in Finland. Was it as wasn't as banned well. in the UK? Yeah, it was banned in the yeah. UK for twenty odd years. Yeah, bastards. Okay. Um, despite being called the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, much of the film's opening scenes, including the abandoned house, were filmed in the state of Louisiana. Let's say true. Would have been probably cheaper to film there. False. Yeah, that's bullshit. Ah, oh. thank you, Dean. Got you. <laughs> the film originally had a budget of sixty k, but the filmmakers incurred an additional eighty k of costs, leading them to having to give up some of the rights to the film's royalties.
0: I'm gonna say true. Seems true. That one is true. Yeah, the film industry is fucking no wild,
2: man.
1: No naive Campbell
2: in these facts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, generally, every one of them like... correct. I don't know if they was counting or anything like that, but every one of them correct.
0: You did, man. You know, Alan. I um sometimes like uh we will like sneer at your pun stuff, but see naive Campbell. That is. <laughs> If you can find a way to turn that into a stand up bit, then I think it would be fucking class.
2: My, one of my friends is convinced that Neve Campbell stole his dad's parking space in Motherwell Azda. And <laughs> <laughs> we need to hear this story. So, like, it was obviously, I mean, it's not really that much of a story. It was just to kind of driving into the Motherwell Asda car park, and then someday. He indicated to get into a parking space. Somebody swung in and got out, and he says it was Neve Campbell and Motherwell. She's got family from Bell's Hill or Wishaw, I think. But um, aye, she, he's convinced that the, the Neve Campbell stole his dad's parking space and as the mother. And I think it was just after scream. It's like there's no way she's doing her own shopping <laughs> as well, and let alone in Motherwell Asda. <laughs> it's baffling. And then he, he, he says sent... buying up all the ghost face costumes. <laughs> and then he, he sent he sent me a link the other day and it was of um Zoe Deschanel having our honeymoon in Lanark or something like that. And he says, see, I tell you. <laughs> but he's convinced. But um aye, that's that was that was my, my reaction as well. Fucking mentalist.
0: Whereabouts is that?
1: Which oh, she's still in parking spaces? She's not changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did it say where she's from? Or, or if she, where her family? I her family's from Scotland. This
0: is fucking oh. bad. Okay, Sydney Prescott's now my favourite final girl because she's one of us. Oh. Neve, if you ever want to come on this uh, podcast, <laughs> unlike the producers of Scream 5 and
1: 6, we will pay you fairly. <laughs> there's plenty of parking spaces <laughs> in there as <laughs> well. <laughs> right. you can park wherever you want. <laughs>
0: yeah, Paul, how are we doing for time?
2: Uh,
1: yeah, we'll play like. 20 minutes left. Okay, cool. We we'll can
0: still talk more about the movie then. Interesting. So, um, so have you you told me you'd seen the remake of this, the one that came out on Netflix? Uh, yeah, yeah, two years ago. Oh, fuck me, it was dreadful.
2: I mean, I uh, it's the bit where he goes on. This is the bit that just sticks in my head when he goes on to the bus. That's the clip I watched, and then they're like filming him and saying, Oh, this is gonna do this is gonna bang on Twitter or whatever. And it's like, Oh, you're so yeah. cancelled, they yeah, say, Don't they?
1: Like, do anything, you're cancelled. Oh
2: cancelling leather face <laughs> on social media yeah.
0: this man's wearing <laughs> other people's faces he's... <laughs> uh, he's clearly uh clearly doesn't care about the environment i mean the amount of like chainsawing he's doing there must can't be good for the atmosphere
2: mm-hmm. i mean there, there are some bits in the film that i, I, like, I enjoyed the ending like, i mean but again it's like all modernized with like the self-driving mm. car and I'm getting dragged out the car but then when they get into the house and like he's just standing at the top of the stairs like that really kind of creeped me out
0: yeah there is there are good things in it but I can't rewatch it again no, because what they do no. to Sally Hardesty in it is just I think betrays her character
1: yeah what yeah. the fuck <laughs> they made her like a sheriff or something mm-hmm. yeah like if, the,
0: if i had gone through what happened in texas chainsaw massacre the last thing i would want is to have a job which is like indicated with being a texan
1: yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like it's like imagine if you'd done that and then oh you know what i'm gonna do to get over this i'm gonna go open my own barbecue
1: restaurant yeah. like, <laughs> with the Leatherface special and the first time i watched this um is when i had weed like i went to a like a month of smoking weed and then oh, um, i wouldn't want to watch this one <laughs> yeah that's the thing because it hit during the scene where she's running away and she bangs into the branch and that just made me laugh throughout the rest uh. of the film <laughs> it's like my mom just kind of came in and she was like alan do you want a draw because you know she was a drug addict she wasn't you know greedy um, <laughs> yeah I just I found the rest of it hilarious. I just I didn't really get it the first time I watched it Um, I remember the dinner scene being a bit fucked up But I think what made me really appreciate it was playing Resident Evil 7 so if That's know, got it. a very oh, right, similar yeah. vibe to yeah. the original because That really got yeah, so. me into that kind of ugly swamp back kind mm. of horror and so I really wanted to rewatch this again So that's why I was glad that we did but yeah, I think um i'm pretty sure the grandad was the inspiration for the old woman in that film who just oh, kind of no shows way? up in the, in the game and um, mm. she just kinda shows yeah, up yeah yeah have
2: you played it no no i don't oh, t- i can't play skinny games like <laughs> oh resident
0: evil 7 is fucking brilliant mm-hmm. like uh i i had fallen out of like uh, a lot of gaming like for that but then during lockdown i saw that it was on sale for like i think a 10 hour so just ordered it and I was fucking hooked. Uh, it's, I love a really good horror game. Hmm. And like uh, this one's got its own uh, game as well, but it's one of those multiplayer online hmm. games, which, fair enough, if you got a couple of mates around and you want to like do that, that's fine, but imagine... A really well designed with what they can do with games now a single player campaign game of the texas chainsaw massacre Mm. like until dawn or like a telltale games kind of thing or something or even i don't i don't imagine they would spend all the budget on like a horror title tie-in but like an until dawn style game for like texas Mm. chainsaw or scream or halloween it's waiting to be made just go and do it like i that would sell
2: loads yeah Mm. yeah i mean i would even play that. i mean i can't play scary games or anything like that like played Dead Space, if he's mm. ever played that. I haven't played that, but I've heard it's really good. So I went into this place, and it's like a sound vacuum, like you can't hear anything. Oh, because uh, it's kind of like Alien, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I went out to it and then looked about, there was nothing there, and turned around, there was an alien on the <laughs> on the wall, staring at me, shaking, and I turned my Xbox off, uh, put the game in the case, and took it to GeForce and traded it in, <laughs>
0: like I just it's genuinely surprising to me that like because uh, I assumed you were
2: like a big horror fan like yeah I've only recently got in there like obviously I love text change masker for, for years um, you have a leather face tattoo as well I do yeah you? but I've not, I have i was going to wear my shorts but I don't know if I can pull, can I pull it out you're going to see my pants <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, there we go. oh there we go I don't know if the camera's picking that up but sure. there's Gunnar Hansen will leather I, face will I go to
2: camera?
1: Oh, okay uh. Oh, oh wow yeah. yes
0: that looks amazing that's yeah. fucking great how long did that take to get done because there's a lot of details on the mask
2: there yeah it was like two like bit two hours two maybe three and um, there, is, there is a bit on it that was really really sore it's it's actually a screenshot of i just noticed it when i was watching it the other day when the first kill, like see when he lifts up his hammer and it zooms mm-hmm. in on his face for like mm-hmm. a millisecond, like that's that's where it's from, and there's like a horn in the background. And that was the sorest bit of it. And I'm like, you don't really need to do that. I just gonna. want to. And she was, she was doing it. I mean, the phenomenal tattoo artists. It's uh, Main Street in uh, Um And she was doing it. She's like, I don't even really know what this is. And I'm sitting there, like shaking and greeting and sweating. <laughs> and everything. I'm like, you don't really need to do it. It's no important. But um, I, it's, it's my one of my favorite tattoos. It's phenomenal. That'd be like, because uh,
0: this is one of the tattoos I want to get. I really want to get a Venom tattoo, but like yeah. the sort of, you know, in Spider Man 3 where Tofer Grace just turns into Venom. And you get that kind of, like, scream jump scare as he becomes them. I would love that. But imagine if they did that and then they decided, okay, now we're going to put the church backdrop yeah, in for yeah.
2: you.
0: <laughs> Do you have any tattoos? I don't have any tattoos, no. But uh, my mum has gone on record saying that if you want to get a tattoo, you need to find your own gaff first. <laughs> she is not a big fan of tattoos as old uh, my mum. She's mm-hmm. not. Aww. But, like, I wouldn't get, like, mad offensive ones or like uh ones that wouldn't get me a job. I just I would like like the Superman logo, maybe a couple of horror based ones. You sent me a really cool one the other day which was like uh oh, the knife yeah. from Scream but with the ghost face mask inside yeah, it. it. That it's looked like, really, cool.
2: really cool. Uh, yeah, nah, I've got them in my fingers and everything, so I don't, I don't really know if it affects getting jobs because I've got one. So it doesn't really anymore. <laughs> <No>. Like, <laughs> I, I had, uh,
0: I had red and blue hair when I was doing a lot of my like uh, retail and bar work. They don't care as long as you no. can do the work. It's Aye, exactly. Fine. Aye. Ah, you could go in wearing someone's face, like as long as you do the job. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sure the butchers in Asda are always looking for places.
2: Like... Yeah, I used to work in Asda. Uh, yeah, they can employ him. They...
0: Do you think if uh, in an Asda, like during uh, Halloween season, wouldn't it be hilarious if they just made the butchers dress up as leather faces? That would be One head
1: cheese, please, mate. <laughs> Two minutes, is just need to scrape it off. <laughs> so I kind of disassociate head cheese feet. Well I'm thinking it is oh. I know. I. Oh. I mean it's a horrendous. Ha, name, I can t- I
0: can top that actually for a worse thing. Have you ever heard of maggot cheese? Oh no 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 what? it's not yeah. they be cocked, is it? No. <laughs> it's, not, it's worse. So I think it's a thing that they do in France where um they get this mad cheese and they actually put maggots in it and they let it mature for like a year or so and then they have it on like crackers and stuff with the maggots. Apparently it does Apparently, it does something to the cheese that they like, but I've seen people eating it on like uh, cooking videos and stuff and it looks fucking disgusting.
2: Are the maggots still in it? Yeah. How long does a maggot live for?
0: I don't know. I don't know what the lifespan of a maggot is, but I can't imagine long because they turn into like, don't they turn into like caterpillars or something? I don't know. I I, I didn't do well in science class, so I'm not sure. Someone will fact-check that. Yeah. Stop being fucking weirdos, France. (laughs) That is
1: fucking disgusting.
0: It really is. I'm going to send you the video of it later. Oh,
1: (laughs) Oh, that's going to to do great for my diet. That is fucking disgusting. Oh, Anytime you've got a
2: craving for like a big cheese thing, just watch that. The maggot cheese. That is is insane. Bye. You ever heard of Fancy. maggot
1: girl? No. It was, it was this mad like Reddit story of someone who had like a maggot fetish, and so she <sighs> crawled into a bin to get off, and it's fucking
0: maggot. Oh jeez, that that's worse. Like, oh,
1: maybe read it out one episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is absolutely horrendous. Yeah. We'll save that for the Patreon once we get one. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> I love to do a dramatic reading of really horrible shit. Actually, I did like a, I put on a very kind of posh English accent once, and I did violent pornography. Oh. For college and a past. <laughs>
0: I would love to hear what your posh English accent is. Oh,
1: aye. One day.
0: <laughs>
1: One day. <laughs> you, you sound like Christian Grey. <laughs> yeah. What was I doing? It was like, you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. <laughs> Let's do it like they do it on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> That's I can a give a very you a good idea. David Amber.
0: I can give you my Texan invoice for Uncle Henry that we could use for this as well. It yeah. was, uh, so I remember vaguely going on stage in The Wizard of Oz when Miss Gulch has come to visit, who plays like the witch and that, and my line is straight up just like, uh, I asked you to get off my land, Miss Gulch. I never skulked a day in my life, and I ain't about to start now. If you're making a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, I'm available. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can't really do impressions. Oh, apart you for, have a
0: whole <laughs> bit about doing impressions. No, I
2: know, but it's it's only really that Rachel had a DJ guy and then a dog getting his tail stepped on. But that's it. That's that's really. It. I've tried today, impre- like Northern Irish. Like I used to work with a guy that used to bet all the time, and uh, he used to always use paddy power. But I just done it as an over exaggerated. I'm just gonna use me paddy power <laughs> coin. But it's like <laughs> it's just like over exaggerated cartoon type impressions. Yeah, I get that. Like uh, Irish is a really typical accent to nail down. Yeah. Mm like texas <laughs> oh speaking of that have you seen that thing that's gone viral about the woman doing sweeney todd what well, no, i haven't heard about that well like actually it? killing people is she oh, no no or... no on the she's <laughs> on... <laughs> up a barbers on stage i don't know where it is she's from but she's doing the accent of the woman from sweeney todd i would advise looking it up it's horrific what helena bonham carter yeah that in yeah. that role yeah oh it's like very good or very bad very bad oh. she sounds like a... what we do in the shadows that n- oh
0: yeah I mean, Can I associate Helena Bonham Carter with Bellatrix Lestrange, so
2: I'm just imagining someone doing a really bad Bellatrix Lestrange impression. Yeah, it's kind of like nah, that. It's, it's it's really bad, with the way the device looks a bit but eh. aye. Accents aren't a forte, not at yeah. all.
0: I was coming back from a, a gig yesterday, and I actually did see a lot of, like, mad Harry Potter fans who were, like, drunk off their face and just screaming the names of the spells at each other while throwing cans about in the oh, train station Jesus. and... I liked Harry Potter when I was a kid. It can fuck off now. Like,
2: yeah. You see a lot of people with the the tattoos.
1: The the one that looks like the Nazi symbol. The death of the Hallows Aryan Brotherhood. Thing. Yeah, Aye. yeah, Aye. The thing, yeah. Aye.
0: Yeah, I knew a lot of people who got that tattoo, and then J.K. Rowling went nuts, and they were like, "Oh fuck."
2: Aye. that's the thing. Because a lot of my tattoos are based on like, yeah, like pop culture stuff. So I really hope that oh, I've got tintin up here oh oh, i like that homer Simpson oh, as well yeah the mr sparkle mr. Oh, oh
0: that's that dead cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah.
2: so what i what, what mean are basically kind of pop culture stuff so i really well, hope none of them turn out to be you're a fellow nerd al and that's why
0: yeah, like yeah. so uh, we might as well get on to um favorite kill and we've got a, yeah. a oh, bunch yeah. of choices for this one i am going to say my favorite kill is between two it's the opening kill with that fella and let her face with the hammer because it's so sudden mm. and it just sets the movie up perfectly and also i really love the death of the hitchhiker i think mm. it's just it's so satisfying <laughs> <laughs> and the way they would filmed it as well i i found this out on the dead meat video they actually filmed him getting hit by the truck in reverse so like uh I think they brought the truck up to him and then reversed it and then just reversed the shot in filmmaking to make it look like he was getting run over and then just oh. replaced it with a dummy and then just went to town on it.
1: Hmm. Well, they did a bit of the Nightmare on Elm Street, did it with a fucking sex doll. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> the leg staying perfectly straight the entire time it's dragged through the window. Okay. I love <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, but that is funny. Yeah.
2: Uh, my favourite... Uh, is the first the first one. Kurt? Um, car- is it Kurt? Car- no. Uh, bye. that's... That just dragged me into the film no that was mm. it's probably my favorite kill in anything just because of how kind of realistic it is how your legs it's flailing, flailing legs about yes yeah. yeah. yeah, it's, it's incredible yeah
1: i think i'd probably go for that one as well actually it is it's very disturbing just the, do you expect you know boom <laughs> deep, but the, the whole like you know body convulsing and stuff that's fucking mm. me i mean
2: putting the, the the girl on the hook as well is mm. like the the shot i'm walking in and like, I think you need to kind of watch it the second time if they actually have the effect, but I'm walking in, like holding her, and it's mm. got the hook, like in the forefront. It's aye, it's just incredible. I don't think there's a bad kill in it. it no, nah, sure they're, all, they're all really yeah. brutal.
0: And it is like, um, so I would class this under the vein of like, horror films that are kind of mean-spirited, but this is not as mean-spirited as like, other mean-spirited horror films. Mm. Like, it's not like, the first movie that comes to mind when I think of a mean-spirited horror film is Drag Me to Hell because mm. that movie's so unrelentlessly cruel mm. have you seen that? it was a long time ago
2: I, I remember the nosebleed scene I started watching it and then I could that was one of his <laughs> <new laughs> horror films
0: <laughs> I think that was the next movie Sam Raimi made after Spider-Man 3 as well so I almost oh,
1: really? he had a lot to get out of his system
0: yeah I, I look at that as like he just wrote that as all the Sony executives who made him <laughs> put Venom into <laughs> Spider-Man 3 Although um, that Spider-Man game coming out next month looks like it's going to be the definitive symbiote Spider-Man story. So I'm very
1: excited. Yeah, I love the Spider-Man games. I'm really looking forward to something to get me back into video games and I think that's going to be it.
0: Uh, Oh yeah. That and um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I cannot wait for. State of Play looks so fucking good this year. Mm. I would highly recommend... You haven't played FF7, have you? Not yet get final fantasy 7 integrated for the ps5 it's so fucking good you will cry at how good the story is
1: oh god i was so happy when they announced the Tomb raider remasters oh Oh, yeah i saw how happy you were. i'm such a massive Tomb raider fan and like fans have been asking for that for like 10 fucking years and when i saw it i was like holy fuck they've been asking for round tits rather than the pointy ones (laughs) you can switch between the graphics so like you can make (laughs) them both feel like Look, like you can switch between the remastered graphics and the old graphics, so like, you can just press a button to make her go from round breast to make her look like a Toblerone. Like... <laughs> so, there you go,
2: man, 2023. And uh-huh. the main question is, can you lock the butler in the fridge? Yes. Bellator.
0: I like Tomb Raider, in HD. but... <laughs> sorry, Nathan Drake is where my heart is when it comes to video game treasure hunters. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like...
1: <laughs> Nathan Drake. I do like Uncharted, although oddly enough, I actually... I really like the DLC they made for Uncharted Four, where you played as Chloe.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! The Lost Legacy thing—that was amazing. I—I uh, suppose because that kind of feels like Tomb Raider in a way, like an mm. updated version of it. Because uh, yeah. oh yeah, because Chloe Fraser's also British. So I've only no, just she's, put she's, that she's together a, now. She's
1: Australian. I thought she was British. I don't know. She's Australian, mate. Oh, fair enough. Close yeah. enough. She's not <laughs> <all> bloody Indian. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, yeah, but um, I'll give you this: Tomb Raider had a better uh, film adaptation than Uncharted. That
2: no, oh, you love that Cincinnati tits. <laughs> oh yeah, brought it right back to the beginning. <laughs> getting out, getting out the the bath. Ain't that bad? Oh Christ Almighty! Oh. But uh, uh, I quite, I, I quite like the Uncharted film. Um, but then again, I've never watched that oh. again. So did I. But I mean, uh, I like Tom Holland. A as film. a young nathan drake Aye, but the sully casting oh mark Wahlberg and sully
0: is one of the worst castings so i've ever stupid, seen man. but that should have been like bruce campbell like sully's oh, meant to be a warm father figure kind mm, of type that would be perfect and then you have mark Wahlberg just being a scumbag <laughs> yeah. hey maybe we can cast him as a new leather face who knows at least yeah. that way i don't have to look at his face for the entire yeah. movie
1: hey i'm hate crime in here <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh how many big pumpkins (laughs) are we gonna give the texas chainsaw
2: massacre boys
1: i'm gonna give it four and a half Mm. yeah big pump four and a half big pumpkins Uh, that's gonna be five for you i mean i don't even
2: need to say it
0: this is going to be another one for me because i've not seen this as much as i've seen like other slashers but as a historical piece of film history this movie is the best version of what it is mm. this this is gonna be a five for me mm. Fucking love it. Uh
1: Al, did you do you know why we call it big pumpkins? That's a nickname for Peter. Bell. Yeah Yeah, Peter, yeah, 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 do you hear he's got a peerage. He's going into the house of gourds <laughs> <laughs> Do we feel that's one? That's, that's
0: one Al, Alan you were doing so well <laughs> Oh, you are a fucking Franklin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so stupid as well. Like, it, doesn't, it doesn't even make sense. No.
2: Like I Oh
0: mean, wait, no it does make sense. A gourd is a pumpkin. I thought, I thought it, I, I thought a pumpkin was a root vegetable. That's why I was confused.
2: <laughs> when you when you finished that joke, it actually made me feel sick.
0: No joke. No joke. in my stomach just went oh, and right. he's just rewatched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. recently, so <laughs> four or five times. Actually. Have a word with yourself, Alan. Okay. Have some self-respect. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm actually afraid to mention it because it's not been mentioned this podcast, but um, yeah, no human centipede, which is very very. Good.
1: What's Al short for? Alistair. Why oh. don't you think about that? No. <laughs> become your persona well no human centipede oh well I'm sure next week I'll mention it you know what
0: (laughs) just for a little bit of a laugh what if you cross those two movies together oh Leatherface is cut I mean that would actually probably save them like (laughs) Leatherface just separating
1: them yeah well I suppose since they eat them like do you think they would put a skewer up them yeah (laughs) 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 <laughs> just roasted on this spot. Yeah. we had a human centipede
2: reference <laughs> on an episode and it was actually good you Yes.
0: oh <laughs> uh, uh, boys I think this is one of the best episodes we've done like uh, genuinely and uh, Al thank you so much for coming in no, man like it was so a pleasure you. having you
2: anything you want to plug when's this going am
0: uh, in about two weeks time
2: uh, well i've just done a great show at blackfriars yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but no I, I don't know about well i've got uh, instagram and stuff like that i'll underscore thompson one follow me there for any kind of gig updates and then i'm just al thompson comedy on facebook as well are you
0: filming your show i
2: have spoke to a guy about it uh he's getting back to me today so maybe
0: well depending on what happens with this you might be able to go and see Al's show later but if you can't see that i would highly recommend checking up al's hot water comedy set because it is Mm. one of the best sets that i've seen put out from hot water and that crowd absolutely loved you
2: yeah thanks very much man yeah there was there was a woman right next to the camera that loved every joke which i think helped
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love gigging in that club man it's It's like generally one of the best in the uk hi all
2: of it man thanks very much
0: uh, and um actually if you're ever down in liverpool again i highly recommend uh getting on dean coughlin's night the uh, mile high comedy oh, shipping forecast uh, i he was the host for a lot of uh, hot water that i did and i mentioned him to get down on july and it was one of those gigs where it's like uh, we had a lot of experiences with this at the fringe there was only like i think maybe eight people in it but i would rather have eight people in a comedy gig that are all up for it than a hundred who couldn't care less yeah definitely mm. Yeah, Definitely. and uh dean's gig is great for that so uh there's a shout out there maybe we'll get him on this pod if he's ever up in glasgow like i would i would love to have dean on this pod yeah. and uh you can catch uh me at uh dean t burn that's b-e-i-r-n-e on instagram uh tiktok uh twitter and you can catch the podcast at bs fears pod on twitter and uh blood sweat and fears pod on instagram and tiktok we are putting more clips up uh so uh go and check those out uh leave us a uh, review on apple Podcasts. we i really feel like we're on to something here with this pod now guys like we're properly growing it and people are loving coming on and alan of course it's great to have you back in the host seat again where can we find you thank you uh alan j comedy on almost everything excellent yeah. and uh that'll more or less i think wrap us up then this has been the texas chainsaw massacre that's been alan j that's been al thompson see you guys later Thanks bye so
1: Hey.